Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. We are in our experimental phase of the show, uh-huh. Lance. Tried a lot of new stuff during this period. Hope you guys are okay with that. Yeah, my experimentation is apparently after college. Yes, that's right. It's yeah. I think it's supposed to be. Uh huh. It's supposed to be like you know. I don't know what like second year of college probably. That's what I was told. First year, you're really kind of just figuring out what you're doing, living alone or living outside of the house for the first time. Freshman fifteen. Fourth year, yeah. Fourth year, you're like not. You're you're a little bit more mature, Mm -hmm. so that's probably not the time. But um, yeah, that that second year probably. Yeah, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, Last time we did your quarantine playlist part one. Uh-huh. We got all the way to the F's <laughs> uh-huh. in, in like an hour and 48 minutes. Um, so we got to Floor, uh, uh-huh. F-L-O-R, the band from Hood River, Oregon? Oregon, yeah. Was it Hood River? Is that what the name of the city was? Yeah, it was. You, good, good pull. I'm assuming that every city in Oregon just has the name River in it. I mean, obviously, it's quite a Portland, few. But yeah. There are a few, yeah. Um, so where are we picking up here, Lance? G. Is that the name of the band, or are we picking no. up with the letter G? The letter G. Is this Sesame Street? Is this turned into Sesame Street? Well, this is brought by the letter, brought to you by the letter Y, but uh, in the number four. But um, <laughs> nice. So, should I just go straight to the first let's one? Let's hit in it, G? man. Yeah. Okay. Let's hit it. Are you familiar with a band called Gene Loves Jezebel? I know. I do not. Oh, okay. Well, it's it's an '80s group. It was a, a, these identical twin brothers, Jay and Michael Aston, from Wales, and um, they were kind of a, a pop hair metal ish group, okay. sort of. They had the image of that, but they were a little bit more in the the college radio scene. And uh, they had a couple minor hits: Twenty Kilohertz and Desire and Jealous. Um, but uh, of course, I went for none of those, and and I went for the um, the song Influenza. <laughs> Why do they have a song named that? <laughs> I, you know, that's a really good question. But uh, you know, I, I understand a coronavirus is not the flu. However, it just seemed appropriate. I'm looking at their pictures. Uh-huh. It does look like a couple of kids went into like a glamour shots. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of like feathers and weird bandanas. Yeah. And yeah. Um, a very androgynous group, I would say. These two. A bit, yeah. It's yeah, kind of from that uh, that sort of '80s rock time where there was a lot of androgyny going on. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think the identical twin brothers just kind of confused the whole thing. Very weird. Except they do not look identical at all because they are, they have di- completely different hairstyles. Well, one, one parts his hair on the up. right and one parts his hair on the left. The one no, I'm looking at does know. not part his hair. Uh, <laughs> he has like bird feathers uh, woven into them, uh, and and has on uh, like full makeup. Full, full makeup, eyeliner, yeah. um, the Paul Goodman eyeliner, every, all of it, all of it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, okay. uh, let's hear Gene loves Jezebel. All right, not bad. Okay, yeah. 
Um, the next one is uh, actually got me a, an answer right on uh, trivia night. I used to do Wednesday night trivia nights. And, and trivia uh, ass is dead, Lance. That's dead for sure for the God. foreseeable for future. You're making yeah. me depressed a little bit. That that just well buckle up. Just get used to this one. It's a new normal. <laughs> new normal. Um, you ever heard of a band called Glass Tiger? No, but I mean, tigers are all the rage right now. It, kind of with uh, Joe Exotic and the whole bit. Yeah. Uh, they're from Newmarket, Ontario. So it's just north of Toronto. Um, and they had a song, um, Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone. Don't forget me when I'm gone. My heart will break. I have loved you for so long. And uh, so if I get the Rona and I'm gone, we won't forget, forget me. you, Lance. We will not awesome. forget you. You'll never be forgotten. Awesome. Awesome. Um, next up was as a band from London, from way back in the UK. Another <laughs> back to the British stuff. Um, you, you ever heard of the group Go West? Yeah. Okay. So they kind of got their big hit was on the soundtrack for um, Pretty Woman. Um, okay. But the album before that was uh, We Close Our Eyes. first hit and that's the song you're picking we close our eyes we close our eyes because uh i just want to close them and make this all go away go back to work it looks like uh it looks like they a two-person band it looks Mm -hmm. like um wow really nice mullet on one of them (laughs) um and then the other one has like the don johnson blazer little too Mm -hmm. big uh but sleeves folded up on it um very very 80s like this is yeah this Came on the scene late 80s. As it gets. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is as 80s as it gets. For Still sure. around it looks like, though. Here's a picture of them older. Um, one of them is, looks like Woody Harrelson, uh, and the other one looks <laughs> like um, if Elon Musk had Down syndrome. That's sort of what the other one looks like. <laughs> okay. Could po- po- possibly. Um, all right. The next one is a group from uh, Buffalo, New York. You know any Finally, bands from an American Buffalo? band in this bitch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I know who this them? is. Let me guess. Let me guess. I know who this is. Uh, there, there's only one band I know from Buffalo, and it starts with a G. Well, we is are it, in the Gs. So. Is it Goo Goo Dolls? It's the Goo Goo Dolls. Yes. Um, you know, do you know why they have a name, the um, Goo Goo Dolls? Is it the, is it the, clust, the, the, the uh, candy Goo Goo Clusters? Does it have anything to do with them? No, I think that came from Nashville. But, yes, um, it did. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The Goo Goo Dolls, it was a true detective ad uh, for a toy called a Goo Goo Doll. Okay. And apparently they nice. saw the ad and said, that's us. I saw them live. Um, at, at, we have this old historic theater here in San Antonio called the Majestic Theater. Um, it's kind okay. of like a... Dates back to like the 30s, like vaudeville, you know, and okay. it's all Art Deco on the inside. Super cool. Was that the but, movie with the um, uh, Liar Liar Dude? What was his name? <laughs> Jim Carrey. Yeah. It wasn't a movie, The Majestic? It was called The Majestic, yeah. And it had a movie theater in it, I think, was the point of the movie. Uh, (laughs) No, different different deal. Um, But The Majestic Theater is kind of one of those famous old theaters, uh, like the Orpheum. And there's a Mm -hmm. lot of these around the country that are famous old theaters. Majestic Theater is one of them. Mm -hmm. And and it's it's like going to a library where it's a a historic place where they typically do Broadway shows. So all the people that work there, all the ushers and whatnot, are all... 75 years old and above. Um, it's, <laughs> like and the Walmart re- greeters. 
Yeah, exactly. That's exactly like you retired and you like show tunes or some shit. So you go uh-huh. like show people where their seats are in the Majestic. Um, yeah. And it's also one of those places like it was a skinnier time in America because the seats are super skinny. And you're just like, yeah, this would never like uh, this would yeah, be not a- American with Disabilities Act now would never work. Yeah, you, um, you can't get a, a second seatbelt to extend right. it. Exactly. Yeah. So I saw the Goo Goo Dolls there, like probably in like 2002 or 2004. Okay. 2005. Like so, like right, kind of in their their heat, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and like, or maybe towards the end of their heat, somewhere in there. And okay. they, you know, they're they're very like um, kind of melodic and and yeah, they're not like they don't go hard. It doesn't seem like you know. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they just went really hard this show, and they started <laughs> really hard. So they played all their sort of like Iris and all of mm-hmm. that slide and all that stuff kind of in the middle, and they started hard and they ended hard. And I remember those the look on those old people faces when like <laughs> the lights go out and they like they like rock concert started it, and that's not what these old people were expecting. These ushers and they're like running for the running for the the lobby nice. to get out to get out of there it was it was great that, that's which funny. which goo goo dolls are you picking i'm picking better days yeah we need some of because, those because um there were i remember the better days uh for now yeah it wasn't that long ago it wasn't that long ago but it might be a while it might be a long time. Which yeah, kind of leads into my next uh, uh, one. We've talked about this group before, uh, this, the group uh, Group Love. I fucking love Group Love. I saw love them. Group Love live at Sam's Hamburger Joint in San Antonio, which is Hamburger. literally- Hamburger. which is literally <laughs> like a hamburger restaurant. But uh-huh. they have this like small little outdoor kind of area that can fit maybe 800 or 1,000 people. Okay. And so I saw Group Love like at a venue like that. It was so great. It was after, I'm trying to think, I'm, I'm looking to see what album they were they were pushing at the time. Um Let's see here, group of albums. It would have been... Oh, you know what it was? It was right after I got divorced. Um, okay. So it would have All been right. the um, Never Trust a Happy Song album. Um, gotcha. Which is go. kind of the the one that has a couple of their big hits, Tongue Tied. Tongue Tied um, was awesome. Some yeah. Of those other ones. yeah. Yeah. I love group. They're really good. The, another band yeah. has a woman mm-hmm. in the band, and she uh-huh. does a lot of vocals on... on she does. She's got a really yeah, big which mouth. Which is great. Yeah, I uh, I actually flew out to Iowa to see them in concert, uh, doubleheader with uh, Young the Giant, with uh, to see it with Clint. And oh, fuck, uh, after the Young show, the um, Clint had a patient who owned a bar across the street, and uh, we went over there, and uh, Group Love was um, hanging out. No, so we took pictures with them. Oh, that's awesome! They are. I was really wearing great. my Manchester United shirt, and uh, the drummer apparently is a big fan of Manchester United, so uh, nice. he liked my shirt and nice. We hung out. So, cool. which Group Love song are you picking? Welcome to your life. So this is the new normal. So welcome to your quarantine. 
Where are they from? Does it say? L.A. Yeah. Oh, they're from an L.A. band. Yeah. I'm assuming when it's an L.A. band, that means they all came from different parts of the country and they just met in L.A. I think that's usually how it works. Yeah. Quite often. Quite often. That would be my guess. That Uh, would be my guess. My next group, um, you're familiar with the band Guadalcanal Diary? (laughs) (laughs) No, it sounds like a documentary on uh, the History Channel about World War II. Almost. Almost. Um, it, it's funny. They're from Marietta, Georgia, but most people think they're from Athens because they kind of came onto the scene or at the same time as REM and had a similar sound. And so some people uh, confuse Guadalcanal Diary with REM, but uh, they're not. There was a and, movie called Guadalcanal Diary, came out in 1943. And I think that's probably where they got their name. I would they, guess Project so. Fan, yeah, yeah. I would think. I would think. Had um, William, it had William Bendix in it, if you're a big William I'm, Bendix fan. Not, not, not so much. No, uh-uh. can't say I am. Um, but because of the quarantine, I thought of them because the song Always Saturday. Because it's right now. It kind of feels like that. It's like, I don't know what, <laughs> what day it is. Yeah, I had, to, I had to look at my phone today and go, oh, today's Sunday. Yeah, Andrea said that this morning. She woke up and she thought it was Monday. Like, nope, uh-huh. it's Sunday. She's like, shit, yesterday was the longest Saturday of all time. Today's going to be the longest fucking Sunday of all time. Like, no yep. shit. No shit. Yep. No shit. So nice. Uh, next up is a cover of a, um, guy, a guy named Gus Black. Um, his real name, I believe, is Anthony Penaloza. He's from L.A. And he's covering Blue Oyster Cult's classic, Don't Fear the Reaper. So come on, baby. Take my hand We'll be able to fly With the baby I'm uh, So, I mean, obviously, like, one of the most famous SNL sketches of all the of, yes. of all time. I mean, really, there's a little bit less. There's less cowboy in this one. Cowbell in this cowbell, one. Cowbell, yeah, yeah, and less, less cowboy as well. And, well, well, you, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I, uh, where do you stand on BOC? Um, they're fine. I don't. I, I really don't know their their discography very much. Um, but what I've heard, I'm you know, I like. I have. I think like I think they're one of those bands, and a lot of '70s bands fall into this. Mm-hmm. You got to be fucking high to, to really get into it. Like that's how I feel about Steely Dan. Uh huh. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I have friends who are super into Steely Dan, and I listen to it. And I'm just like, wow, I don't get it. But I guess if yeah. I was blazed, maybe I'd get it. I don't know. Yeah, which I think would help with a lot of things as well, including Steely Dan. <laughs> like the quarantine. So, yeah. Uh huh. Oh, fun fact. Um, my new apartment's only uh, across a parking lot from a, a dispensary, so I, I can go to Bud Hut whenever I feel like it. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> it's called Bud Hut. Uh-huh. Oh, God, that's so good. I had a, a patient from uh, from uh, Belgium, and uh, so they went into a dispensary, and they're like, oh, my God, you know, it's been legal there for so long, but it's still just kind of an underground-ish grungy thing, and, and the stores we've got here are, are just these glamorous, and, and they, were, they were just blown away with uh, the way the dispensaries are and the product uh, choices and everything. It was, we're at a new level compared to the way it is in Amsterdam. Nice. Gotta um, love it. I'm expecting a care package at some point, Lance. At some uh, point, Lance. There you go. Right. I'll up. send you money. Vin- <laughs> I will Venmo Lance. <laughs> they call me the enabler. I love uh, that. So next up is a band called Guster. Are you familiar with Guster? 
fucking love Guster. I, we're on like a run of bands I've seen live. I nice. saw Guster for the first time, um, probably 2002, uh, oh, opening wow. for John Mayer in Austin uh, oh, cool. at, at a little a little outdoor venue where I noticed that the drummer doesn't use drumsticks. He just uses, he has a whole drum kit, normal drum kit, but doesn't use any sticks, just uses his hands. Really? Wow. Kind of different. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. I saw Guster. They opened for uh, Bare Naked Ladies a few years back. Nice. It was a very fun show. I so feel I chose like now Bare Naked Ladies should be opening for Guster. <laughs> yeah, probably at this point. Um, but I chose Bad Bad World. Take it back, say it's not what you thought. Grab a hold, take these melodies with your hands. Write a song to sing. It isn't such a bad, bad world that I say. Because right now, did you crack another one? Yeah. Um, you peach go. bubbly. Peach. Which is nice. um, probably the gayest thing I've ever drank on this podcast <laughs> so far. What was the Custer song? Bad, Bad World. Yeah. They uh, they also had a song that became pretty popular from um, oh, um, uh, it was a movie soundtrack, and it was nominated for really? a... Um, it was nominated, not the song, but the movie was nominated oh, okay. um, for Best Picture a few years ago. Um, and fuck, it had Mark Ruffalo in it. Um, it was like The Kids and I, The Kids Are All Right. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, The Kids Are All Right. They had, they had a very prominent song in The Kids Are All Right. Like, I really? think it was like okay. an opening credit song. Um, okay. You know, where it's like really hugely prominent in the movie. And, uh, and, and I remember like being at the movie theater being like, fuck yeah, it's Custer. Yeah. And, uh, cool. and no one else, no one knew what I was talking about. And yelled at me <laughs> to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I get that a lot. Nice, get that a lot. Uh, next up, uh, back to my favorite city, Manchester. Uh, the Happy Mondays, and kind of um, going along the uh, always Saturday kind of thing. This is a song called Holiday. No, not that one. No, no. A little less Madonna. Yeah. I'm looking at the Happy Mondays. Very British group of people. Lots of oh, class yeah. twos. Uh-huh. Lots of weird British faces. Yeah, they were back in the baggy era. Stone yeah. Roses. And, yeah, and, you can uh, kind of tell. Yeah. So very famously, right on the cusp of making it huge, um, the lead singer just kind of pulled the plug on the whole bit and then went on a bunch of heroin for a couple months. Hey, it happens. I'm, I might do that. We might. We got, we got nothing but time. Nothing else. Nothing, nothing but time. else to do. Yeah. Uh, another band out of New York. You're familiar with Helmet? Uh, is it Helmet with the U? No. H e l m u t. No. E t. Okay. Yeah. Helmet from New York, no. New York. Uh, the song in the meantime, because right now, uh, there's nothing else to do in the meantime. I 
also and- tough SEO band helmet. <laughs> so when you search helmet, uh-huh. that's not like their name. Like you search Guster, they're the first fucking thing that comes up. Yeah. You search helmet, like would you like to find a helmet for sale near you and at Target? Like, uh-huh. No, the band, dumbass. So you have to type like helmet the band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're uh, they were pretty much. I was only familiar with the one way back in like ninety one, ninety two. It was very heavy guitar. It was like right when grunge was waking up and becoming a thing. So uh, not really part of the grunge scene, but had a grungy sound to him. Their lead singer is a man, but his name is Paige. I did not know that. Which is interesting. P-A-G-E, like turning the page of a book. Interesting. It's uh, a very unusual, both in the spelling and the gender. But <laughs> Yes. Uh, next up, a group I'd mentioned before, out of Australia, the Hoodoo Gurus. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to Google these people to find things. I Help me, how do you... Sp- H-O-O-D-O-O Gurus. H-O-O-D-O Guru, yeah. That's it. Which uh-huh. uh, which song uh, which song you got here? Uh, Death Defying. Because that's us. If we ever get to go back to work, we will be death defying. Yeah, I went and bought some. Um, I went and bought some uh, respirators. Um, Did you? I have N95s? a feeling. I I had one box of N95s that I've been using for emergencies. Okay. Um, and they're a size small, so they're super tight on my face, not very comfortable. Um, mm. I bought like a, a 3M uh, P100 respirator. Um, oh, wow. Which I think... So a- Andrew and I had this conversation the other day. Okay. What happened after 9-11 governmentally? Like what changed governmentally after 9-11? What did we get uh, after 9-11? Homeland Security. And there's another that's not connected to Homeland Security, but another governmental entity that we've had to deal with even still to this day. They were blue shirts and they're a real pain in the ass. Well, the TSA? TSA. TSA came from 9-11, right? That was the governmental well, we, knee-jerk reaction. Well, they they were already there. They just changed they a lot. They weren't the... TSA. It was airport security. It wasn't TSA. Okay. And, and they were all of a sudden granted all kinds of power, right, as a response uh-huh. to 9-11. Now, would you blame 9-11 on airport security? No, of course not, uh, right? Like, uh-huh. 9-11 happened because the FBI didn't, didn't coordinate and didn't communicate with the CIA and, yeah. you know— tracing all the way back to the United States uh, assisting Afghanistan in their fight with the Soviets and and then pulling out. Like, I mean, it was a long line of things that led to 9-11. Right. Um, and then we got TSA out of it, right? Okay. But it was easy to say, like, it was easy to make airport security the scapegoat and show everybody how, how much we're doing by putting this new agency, the TSA, uh-huh. where everyone can see them when they go to the airport, right? Right. The response to this is going to be PPE. There will be some kind of new, I don't know if it's OSHA or if it's, because Homeland Security existed before 9-11 in different forms. There's a National Security Agency and there's all kinds of stuff and it sort of correlated. Expanded their powers. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be OSHA or if there will, it will be expanding OSHA's power and reach um, or if there will be a different agency that's in charge of PPE, but there will be a PPE czar and a PPE yeah, yeah. something group. 
And and our PPE standards are going to get raised. So get used to working with N95s or respirators. It just is what yeah. it is. Big freaking so face I, shields and, and exactly. body condoms. Yeah. Exactly. So I got all of that stuff. I got four Shit. sets of them for when we are given the okay. I think the caveat for us to start working again is caveat being you can start seeing patients again. However, you have to have the this checklist of PPE. Which at mm-hmm. that point, then you've got 50,000 dental practices all trying to get that stuff at the same time. I'm trying to get a little ahead of the curve. So I got the, the, the uh, 3MP100 respirators. Um, I got um, face shields. Um, and I got a bunch of gowns and stuff like that. So I'm ready to roll. I even ordered scrubs because I'm assuming that that's going to be the new thing is that we're going to be required to wear scrubs and change uh-huh. at the office, all that garbage. Um, I just think that's coming. I think that's what comes out of this. That's the TSA out of this. We don't have something this major that disrupts human life like this without having some governmental knee-jerk reaction, and that's going to be it. And you haven't had anybody virtual signal you saying you need to donate all the stuff that you've got so that Here's the people- thing. I thought we were told the reason we had to shut down was that our PP didn't do anything against this. <laughs> I know. Right? Uh-huh. So why do I need to donate stuff that isn't effective in this anyway? Yeah, well, and I had I had this one person just out of the blue, not even a patient or nothing. She went on my Facebook professional page and said that I needed to donate everything. In fact, I needed to also take photos of me doing it to prove that I did it. Who was this person? I don't know. I blocked her. Said, go fuck yourself. I was going to say, that's an immediate block. If you yeah. fucking message my office and tell me that, I'm like, just no, listen. They didn't message. I, it was a, it was a public post. Uh, so I had to block her, ban her and uh, yeah. you know, yeah, go fuck yourself, bitch. But locked and banned. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my deal. So I would say, you know, I, I would, con- I would consider doing this. Um, I kind of got, I mean, I got sort of the idea to get the respirators from um, our friend and Syrac educator, Mina Barsoom in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, okay. who, who sent a picture to a little group chat that we have um, of him in the respirator with the face shield and the loops and the, all the, 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 the surgical turban and all that kind of stuff that we're supposed to, you know, that, that uh-huh. sort of all of that stuff. And, uh, and he he said, huge advantage to wearing this respirator mask is that you can say fuck all you want into the mask and no one can hear you. So you can literally like Lance, it is your dream. Nice. You can just be like this fucking to this motherfucker. God damn it. And just like, no one will hear what you're saying. Uh-huh. So perfect. It is going to be hard when we have to ask our assistant, like, can you do this? Can you get that? Yeah. That's going to be like, that's going to be tough, but yeah. Silver lining, drop the F bomb all you want, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful thing. All right. Thanks. After- Thank you, Rona. <laughs> After Hoodoo Guru is where we go. Uh, Southampton, UK. Oh. A gentleman by the name Howard Jones. You're familiar Howard with Howard Jones? Jones. Oh, he had a few he hits a, in the early. Is he a defensive back for the, the Detroit Tigers? <laughs> no, in a the Detroit life. Lions. Jesus. <laughs> no, um, he actually had a couple of hit songs um, in the mid-80s, mid to late 80s. Kind of the uh, synth pop kind of guy. Yeah, he's a t- he's, oof. It's not, it's, a, it's not a good look. Well, and he's, yeah, he hasn't aged well either. Um, he's got a weird looking British head. Let me put it uh-huh. that way. Okay. Okay. So I put this, I chose the song, Things Can Only Get Better.
I guess that's true. They literally. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't. I hate to say that. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I hate when I'm trying never to say. Uh, it, you know, can't get any worse than this because usually karma says hold my beer and suddenly yep. yeah. So, but uh, next up is a band called Hum. You're familiar with Hum from Champaign, I do, Illinois? I am not familiar with Hum. I do remember this song by Crash Test Dummies. Do you remember that big hit song? <laughs> yeah. Where the guy just hummed much, for three and a half yeah. minutes? That was a hit song? <laughs> I know. That was kind Why of Why am I not a recording star, Lance? I know. So this know. is not that. It is not that. This is a band again, named, called Hum. And again, the song another, is, another tough look SEO-wise for this band. Yeah. Yeah. That'll make it a little more of a challenge. They, they, the song I chose is I Hate It Too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Because, God damn it. Yeah. All righty. All next right, one. So back to Manchester, the Inspiral Carpets. <laughs> Inspiral Carpets. <laughs> uh-huh. And they were kind of uh, big on the scene, late 80s, early 90s, um, when the alternative kind of college radio became the, in- their indie charts were our college radio and, and stuff. Um, so I chose the song, This Is How It Feels. Husband don't know what he's done Kids don't know what's wrong with mom She can't say, they can't see Putting it down to another bad day Daddy don't know what he's done Kids don't know what's wrong with mom So this is how it feels to be lonely This is how it feels to be small This is how it feels when your word means nothing at all Because this is how it feels to be part of the new normal. Yeah, in total limbo. Yeah. Um, there is a great, I found a great uh, station on Sirius XM that reminds me of the college radio station at UT Austin. Okay. Um, that's, uh, it's on XM, it's channel 35, it's called XMU. Um, and it's, God, it's so good. I never really knew about it before. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, there's some great stuff on that station. And it, it is like, it's just, a, even even down to, you know, college radio DJs. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's like shitty equipment or what, but it's it's almost very public radio. It's almost very like NPR. Like they talk really quiet like this. It oh, sounds like yeah. In a very quiet room. Like even uh-huh. that part of it, like is, is um, it like they nail that too, which I think is weird. Uh, just to, like, I don't know. I, I'm assuming these are all people who probably worked at college radio stations before, so they know how to do it. But oh, um, sure. it's just like, yeah, even just the interstitial like dialogue from the DJs sounds like college radio, which um, which That's reminds cool. me of of 1997 and uh, and a lot of um, um, oh Bella Fleck and the Fleck Tones. The, the UT <laughs> uh, uh, University radio station used to play a lot of Bella Fleck, a lot huh, of not, Bella Fleck. Not familiar with Bella. Not familiar. Interesting. Uh, nice. Staying in the UK, uh, the Jam. You, were you familiar with the mod scene with Paul Weller and and that? Lance, would it surprise you for me to tell you no, I was not. Okay. All right. Well, the jam was was pretty influential. Paul Weller influenced a lot of the the Britpop and, and, and things. Uh, they're from southwest of London, a place called Woking or Walking. I'm not sure how, how to pronounce that. But the Woking. news of the world. Don't believe it all. Find out for yourself. Check before you spread. News of 
walking. Yeah. Walking. Walking. Very. Uh, Paul Weller was famous for having that haircut that, uh, like the the Oasis brothers, the Gallagher brothers, kind of had. It was just real plain and bangs and and boxy kind of look to it. That was that's Paul Weller's head. So, um, what what year are we talking here? Because I'm looking at these guys and they're in like suits and skinny ties. Like besides uh, the hair, I mean, they do look like it's early '60s. Uh, it would be early '70s is really when okay. the Jam did their thing. They broke up right in the early '80s, and Paul Weller went off to be start the Style Council, and then um, they were very political. And uh, then he just kind of went solo in the '90s and stayed solo ever since. Okay. Yeah, but they're like in almost every picture they have on, like black suits, skinny ties. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Looks it was like the cover of, of their band or the cover of their albums are a lot like that. Yeah. He's he was called he's called the Mod Father. Did you ever see Quadrophenia? It was kind of yeah. the so there was uh you know the mods versus the rockers. So he was right. He would be like king of the mods. Okay. Nice. That was Paul. Nice. So, staying the nearby uh, Manchester, uh, the band called James. You familiar with James? I am not. Again, tough SEO look for these guys. Yeah. These guys, yeah. It's, it's almost like these bands in the 70s weren't thinking about their fucking SEO at all in their search engine optimization. None. none. Although, James, they're from the, the 90s. Um, the, the a fairly well-known song was a song called Laid. By the noises above, but she only comes when she's on top. else to do while you're in a quarantine oh i get what you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. i get what you're saying so you're saying we should all lay some railroad tracks that's what that's where saying. i'm that's where i'm going mm-hmm. yeah it looks like laid was 1993 yeah something like that yeah early right. 90s yep 98 yeah. of google users gave that album a thumbs up nice pretty it good was, it was a good album i like that yep. one yep right. uh next up staying in the uk is uh, jesus jones i remember jesus jones and you probably remember jesus. this song Right here, right now. Well, that's the that's the one. Now, was he a, a real one hit wonder? He had probably or was two or three. other stuff that okay. Yeah, he had, there, there were that first album had like three or four really good songs. I liked International Bright Young Thing and and uh, Real 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 and, and uh, Trust Me. But um, right here, right, right here, now, right now was like a mega hit. Yes, it was. That was that's a hard one to top. Yeah, yeah. They were they kind of it was them and EMF uh, were yes, kind of around the same, same time. time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Similar style and, and such. Yep. Um. The next one, you know the name Jimmy Somerville. Um, sure. 
<laughs> he's from Glasgow, Scotland. But he was he was uh, part of Bronski Beat. Did you ever hear of Bronski Beat? And then he uh, Communards. He no, pro- I'm looking at this picture of uh, Jimmy Somerville. Really tough anterior bridge. <laughs> really uh-huh. bad bridge. Not good. Um, yeah. It looks like not enough space, and so they made all the teeth really skinny. I'm trying to fit an extra ponic in there, it looks like. Um, <laughs> that could be. T- that could be. <laughs> looks like really typical garbage British dentistry. Yeah. Sings re- a lot of falsetto when he's singing. Okay. So, that bridge um, is handy then. Probably a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I chose a song, uh, Comment te dire adieu. Walk through that one again. <laughs> Comment te dire adieu. How do I tell you goodbye? Oh, okay. So if we're all going to die, how do I tell you goodbye? Your French is pretty good. Oh, thanks. You, I you did, did live there for you, a while. Yeah, and so. you did message me saying you do want to be our tour guide for Paris. Hells yeah. If and when we ever get to go there. Yeah, if they ever lift this travel ban, uh, wanna, how's this for, I don't think it's going to happen. We, all my daughters are graduating in June. And so we were at the end of June. We have tickets to Italy. Yeah, Yeah, that ain't happening. (laughs) Landing in Italy, home from Greece. And uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, probably not. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, John Mellencamp. The Coog. The Coog. John Cougar Mellencamp. I don't know anybody. So he's changed his name so many times. Yeah. It's yeah, John well, Mellencamp to John Cougar Mellencamp to Cougar Mellencamp and then out of the Cougar. Yeah. Well, he originally was just John Cougar because back in the day, you know, no one, no one's going to like Mellencamp. So he went to and he actually couldn't get any radio play here in America. So he kind of got big in France and uh, was able to then get enough airplay to be played here. And which obviously, you know, is it Jack and Diane is what everybody knows. That's what they all know. Yeah. I'm doing yeah. crumbling down. Come tumbling down the walls. Come crumbling, crumbling the walls. Come tumbling, tumbling down. I don't know that one. What year oh, really? are we talking? This would be 83, probably okay. right around so the time early. of Jack and Diane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where's he from? Indiana. Okay. That seems right. Yeah. Right in the heartland. Yeah. I need him to be from the Midwest. Midwest. Like if he was from like fucking Hoboken, New Jersey or something, I'd be pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's uh, seen, you know, for about four months, he was uh, engaged to uh, Meg Ryan. So uh, interesting but, four months, I, I guess. Yeah. Somehow he was. We talk about Meg Ryan a lot in the show. <laughs> kind of do. We kind of do. This is the first uh, time we've ever brought her up not talking about how the time she had an orgasm in a restaurant. (laughs) Can someone wipe down this fucking booth? Meg Ryan just sat here. Yeah. (laughs) Got to be careful. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Next one after after the Coog. Uh, Do you know a band named Johnny Hates Jazz? I don't, but I actually like jazz, so I don't know about this. Okay. Well, they're not really jazzy. This is a late 80s just pop song uh, called Shattered Dreams. Shattered Dreams. 
because it looks like they're British. <laughs> uh huh. If you look at at their album cover, I don't know what album this is. Um, it's it's so gay. <laughs> it's the lead singer, I guess. Uh huh. And he is standing in a very uh, flamboyant kind of way with his his hand on on a hip. Uh-huh. And then, and then the other, he's got other ones behind him. Um, oh man, that's a that's a <laughs> really tough look. Turn back 80s. the clock. It's the it's the cover of Turn Back the Clock. If you look that up, it's okay. uh, super homoerotic. Yeah, it, it's the only album cover that comes to mind whenever I think of Johnny Hates Jazz. So <laughs> nice. I'm looking so, forward to hear this one. Okay. Yeah. Shattered Dreams. Very very 80s. It's total 80s sound. The whole the whole okay. bit. Yeah. Uh, next up dreams. from uh, Leeds, England, is the band Jesus. called Kaiser Chiefs. Kaiser and, Chiefs. Yeah, and I almost chose I predict a riot, but I decided to go hole in my soul. And everybody gave up until we stopped from the top again. Take it all from the top, the top, the top, the top. There's a hole in my soul. I could only be filled by you again. There's a hole in my soul. I could only be fixed by two. It can never be filled, never be filled. Yeah. Because right now, the longer this quarantine continues, the bigger the hole in my soul. Yes, it is. Uh, looks like they got an Indian guy in the band, just for a little cover, a little color. Got to mix it up. A little bit of color, yeah. Gotta. Where is Leeds? Is that near London? No, it's north of Manchester, Okay. so kind of the Again, Yorkshire. My, my assumption is just all of the, all of the UK <laughs> is just a suburb of London. What kind of? That does yeah. not look like the case really here. This looks like it is a good couple, couple hundred kilometers away. Yeah, it, it, it's not close. They 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 identify more with Manchester and that whole scene up there. Uh, okay. The Leeds people and a big shout out to uh, Phil Reddington, amazing lab technician from uh, Beaver Dental Lab. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> Giggity. Um, not far away is we talked about Leicester before. A band named Kasabian. You're familiar with Kasabian? I know Linda Kasabian. Yeah. You know who they Linda got her name, Kasabian is? That they got her their name from you know one of the killers in um, Helter Skelter. Bit. Yeah, the one of Manson's uh yeah. one of Manson's ladies was Linda Kasabian. Yeah. So um I chose the song Reason is Treason. It looks like they came out of, of Leicester in uh, 1997, uh-huh. which was around the time that sort of mid-90s, there was a big romanticism for Charles Manson, it seems like. 
Because you had like really? Marilyn Manson, you had Shirley Manson, you had all of these like bands that coming out that sort of were trying to be edge lords by uh-huh. sort of associating themselves with Charles Manson. And this seems sort of like from that same. They're a little bit later because what Marilyn Manson was probably what ninety five. Yeah, Shirley Manson lead singer Garbage was ninety four probably. Yeah, I think so. So this is kind of around that same. There was like this period in the mid nineties where everything Charles Manson was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, coming back home out of Nashville, Kings of Leon. I do know Kings of Leon. Love Kings of Leon. Amazing uh, group. So um, use this, I'm choosing the song Around the World. Because I am following the news around the world, trying to find yeah. out. Because all the fake news out there, I, I, I'm, I'm a sucker. I, I'll, I'll read something, and I'll immediately start to believe it. And then you start reading it a little bit more. You're like, well, it's oh. like we we got a message last night from a listener, Brandon, who who had this article about like what was it, like a hundred thousand phone numbers in China were turned off, and so the supposition was that oh, like that must mean a hundred thousand people, hundred thousand phone numbers in China were turned off. So 100,000 people must have died oh. of coronavirus, but that's not what they were, they were, you know, they're obviously not reporting that number. Uh-huh. Um, and then I tried to like find the same news story from a viable source uh-huh. and I couldn't find it. Just couldn't find it. Like there was yeah. just all like these news websites I never heard of. And I was like trying to look for anything like New York Times, Washington Post, C- CNN, yeah. even Fox News, like anything of like reasonable. And I could just couldn't find anything. That's substantiated in. It's just like, fuck, there's so much misinformation. Yeah. And then that's what sucks is is there is so much fake news out there it, to, to really figure out what, what you can trust. You're trying to apply your own sense of logic to things, but yeah. th- this is beyond it's really being hard. able to do that. It's really hard. All right. Next up, uh, another London band, the Claxons, or just Claxons. K-L-A-X-O-N. The song, It's Not Over Yet. Yeah, so they're from, they're relatively recent. Yeah. They came mid two thousands, two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't for for a new band. I don't know these guys. Yeah, they're not not a real really well known. Just kind of the a mixture of the uh, the northern sound, the the, the shoegaze kind of stuff. Tough band name because it makes it sound like the the Claxons seem like a name of a band that would play at a Star Trek convention. <laughs> That's just what it uh-huh. sounds like, you know, like, oh, these fucking Star Trek cover band or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. they just have songs about like, who's the best captain and uh, like, oh, this next one's in Klingon. Like, oh, fucking great. Awesome. <laughs> we wrote the whole song in Klingon. Ooh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Chuck, chuck. Yes. <laughs> so it's just a, like, I think the band name is getting in their way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the next one sounds like the same kind of thing. You ever heard of a band Con Can? K-O-N-K-A-N. From Toronto. No, I haven't heard of them. But again, okay. yeah, same kind of thing. Late nineties, late eighties. Uh, yeah, they don't have a good band name. No, 
Uh, they had pretty much one hit and was kind of only well known in kind of the dance clubs called I Beg Your Pardon. It's named after the Konkan Coast, which is part of the western coastline of India. Well, all right then. I did not know that. Interesting. Another one. Uh, next up, the Kooks. We talked about them before. Um, they're from Brighton, England, and I chose a song, Fuck the World Off. Let me fuck the world off just for you. Let me do that for you. Exactly. Uh, They are very, very British looking as well. Um, It's just these fucking British guys, man. They just all... There's a look. Does everybody in Britain have a class two? Uh, It was a trend. It was very very popular for a while. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oy vey. All right. Although dental care in in Britain has improved tremendously. That's what I Uh, hear from our friends, our listeners in in Britain. But yeah, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, no Herbst appliances at all in the UK for about 40 years. Yeah, just wasn't uh, wasn't cool. Just wasn't cool. 
All right, back to Toronto. You're familiar with pretty much a one-hit wonder, Len? Yeah, Steal My Sunshine. Steal My Sun, Sunshine. There you go. I know it's up for me. Is that the song you're picking? That is the song. It feels they, like... Um, I'm surprised they didn't have... Like, that song was a very... I mean, we're, we're talking late 90s, right? Uh-huh. It seems yeah. like... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I w- Steal My Sunshine has to be mid mid to late 90s. That song was such a good song. And just like... I mean, they are kind of an, a, a very typical one-hit wonder. Like, you just never fucking heard from them again. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Not sure what happened. I don't know their story at all to to know why. Nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to figure out how how high that song got. Um, it climbed to number nine on the U.S. Uh, Billboard Top 100. Number nine. Um, okay. Seems like it was bigger than that. But yeah, I did. It does say uh, Lynn is considered to be a one hit wonder. Yeah. Yeah, how's this? My daughter, um, for a couple of seasons in the summer, she had a job at a water slide park, and they played that song apparently all, all the time. The time. Yeah. And she's absolutely sick of it. Can't stand the song because she, sure. you know, she's lifeguarding and yeah. and had to keep hearing it. Yep. So, so if I, I've ever had stuff on random and it comes up, she immediately is fast forwarding. She, skip yeah, it. she wants to can't, skip. Can't skip stand. track. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Absolutely. 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 All right, well, back to Liverpool. You familiar with the band The Lightning Seeds? No. Okay, well, I'm using the song Change. You're never gonna be like all those fools You're going out tonight There's nothing to lose You're gonna give it all a try That's what we're going to be doing. Everything's going to change with our PPEs and everything. That's what I've been saying. That's what I've been saying, Lance. Nineteen. So if you're coming out of Liverpool, uh huh. I mean, the biggest band of all time is from Liverpool. Uh huh. Yeah. You'll never measure and up. Y- you've had probably ten other bands from Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool yeah. has. It can't be that big of a city, right? I mean, surprisingly small. Yeah. Five population of five hundred thousand. So that's. I, you know, I, it, I'm not. I'm trying not to get into like the metro areas and whatnot, but that's like smaller than Austin. Okay. Um, that's smaller than, way smaller than Seattle. Smaller than Portland. Um, you're thinking like maybe Dayton, Ohio, or something like that, right? Sure. How does a city of 500,000 people produce not only the greatest band of all time, but then like just the sheer number of 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 musical acts that have come out of of a small city like that. Like yeah. that would be like, I mean, they got whole every, every mercy. musicians from Dayton. Yeah. The, the whole mercy scene because that river, the mercy river. Yeah. There, there was just a, a shit ton of bands from that whole area. It's gotta be the water. Interesting. Yeah. Something in that river mercy. Yeah. Is it, that's not MRSA. No, no. Um, or it could be both. Could be both. Maybe it is. Maybe MRSA is what inspired the Beatles. <laughs> could be, could be. <laughs> um, Next up, uh, out of Sheffield, England, you ever heard of long pigs? No, I mean I've, <laughs> I've eaten long pigs. Okay, all right, but uh, I've never I've never listened to them. 
late nineties was a, a song called on and on and, um, by the long pigs or I don't think the, so just long pigs. And I wish I So that, that's the way the quarantine seems to be just going on and on. And it's really only been a little over a week. So I can't imagine continuing. The but I'm term long pig is a translated from a term used by Pacific Islanders for human flesh as food. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess, huh. I mean, you know, they say that like the animal that's most closely related to us, uh-huh. organ wise as pigs, huh. we are just long pigs. We really are. Some longer than others. Yep. Good to know. That's worth it. That that the name of your band that you picked, Lance, uh-huh. came straight from cannibalism. Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, next up is a band called M83. Have you ever heard of M83? Um, didn't they do... Um, um, they had a big hit. Yeah, they had a couple um, hits, like a movie soundtrack kind of song. Uh, yeah, Midnight City. That's that's a big mm-hmm. one that I knew. Um, I feel like there's another one. Um, I yeah. think it's off of this this DSV three. Yeah, yeah, I do know. I do know that band. So did you? Fun fact. So he's this guy named Anthony Gonzalez. What? Yeah, that's his name. Mijo. Yeah, Mijo. Anthony Gonzalez. He's from Antibes, France, but he relocated to L.A. and made it big here. And it's really just one guy, but it's the okay. the, the group M eighty three. But Anthony Gonzalez. Though I had no idea the Miho was out here Who making knew? electronic music. Who knew? Who knew? Who would have known? That's cool. An- Antibes uh, is near Nice. It's kind of a resort town right on the uh, Mediterranean. So that's where we were hoping to honeymoon. You know, was was do a, a, a few, you know three days of Paris and three days you know somewhere down in, yeah. in the uh, Riviera somewhere. Uh, yes, yeah, Saint Tropez is fantastic. It's not not far either, but it's hard to get to because you gotta when you're driving down, you gotta get off the the, the freeway and it's just it's just meandering the road. But once you get to Saint Tropez, it's awesome. But it's a yeah. pain in the ass to get to. So I, you know, Europe's a pain in the ass to get to. There, that's you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> What's up next? All right, next up is Madness out of London. You know Madness? I'm I'm experiencing it currently. A little bit, a little bit. They had a big hit, Our House in the Middle of the Street. Our House in yep. the Middle of the Street. Yeah. Of course, That's where else would your fucking house be? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, why why, why put it anyplace else? Why, why do we have to have a song about it? I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's, it sounds like a Sesame Street song. Where do yeah. you live? In a house on a street. Cool. <laughs> Got it. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. Madness. So I chose Tomorrow's Just Another Day. It's better every day I hear them say 
Because as these quarantine days go on and on and on, tomorrow's just another one. It is. It just keeps on rolling. Although I do have a couple of emergencies tomorrow. So Do you really? Good for yeah. you. Good yeah, for I've you. Got, I, uh, I've got a broken tooth that uh-huh. had endo done on it three weeks ago. Um, and it's broken and the, in the, in the gutta percha is exposed. Oh. That's an emergency. Because that, if we just leave it, then it's going to get re- like the, the risk of reinfection goes way up. So Re- why would I not restore that? That the, exactly. they just paid for an endo with an endodontist, very nicely done endo. Uh-huh. Um, it seems to me like that is something that needs to be done. So come at me, anybody who says that's not an emergency. Now, yeah. there's there's in another group text text thread that you're on um, with me. We saw this guy from Springfield, Missouri, or something like that, who just built like a fifteen million dollar building, mm-hmm. and it's just running full balls out. And so there's yeah. a difference between those two things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where it's like, hey, you know, we're going to see people who need things now. I would consider exposed get a percha on an endo that was just done to be, hey, if we wait a month, there could be a problem here. Absolutely. So I'm, Absolutely. I'm doing that. And then I got another emergency call from somebody in pain this weekend. Like, hey, I'm going to see you on Monday. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to turn you away. I'm not just going to throw antibiotics and pain meds at you. Like, let's look at it and see what's happening. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm trying so, to do, um, I set up some virtual consultations and do yeah. some online stuff. And, uh, and if I do a consult with you and determine that, yeah, we really need to see you, then yeah, we're, I'll meet you there at the office. And yeah. So I got a couple a couple calls lined up tomorrow. I just, are restaurants there doing curbside and stuff like that? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm doing curbside bleaching starting tomorrow. I'm not there you lying. Go. There you go. I got some opalescence go from our friends at Ultradent. And nice. we're going to do some curbside bleaching. So you can just come, come to the office, call down. We'll come down with a pack of Opalescence Go and, uh, and, 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 and get you going. So Sweet. when's a better time to bleach? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little Instagram video tomorrow and post something for my office big Facebook page and cool. you know, kind of pander to the masses saying support local businesses with curbside bleaching. And, and, there you uh, go. Let's see how it goes. There you go. All right. Next up is Mark Almond. Do you know the name Mark Almond? Well, I know the the Almond Brothers. This okay. is not them. Not no. Uh-uh. Uh uh. Mark Almond was the lead singer of a uh, um, group called uh, Soft Cell. Okay. Does that sound familiar? You'd um, probably recognize I, I, Tainted Love was their big hit. Of course, Tainted Love. And then um, I've also been told that um, that uh, Travis Campbell is an incel. So um, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I don't know if that's the same. Um, I believe different, but maybe not. Maybe not. It's so funny. I chose he, the, go ahead. I just have to rail on Travis Campbell a little bit. Travis Campbell's sure. the most annoying uh, practice, quote unquote, practice management consultant in the world. No, he no, knows no. Everything. Practice whisperer. Practice right. whisperer. Right. Uh-huh. And he posted something in one of the groups, and then Teresa Duncan, who I actually like, and 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 has a lot of amazing information. Information uh-huh. immediately was just like, all of that is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh like who am i gonna trust more this incel looking motherfucker or uh-huh. Teresa? and it's <laughs> Teresa, a hundred okay. times out of a hundred so for sure um don't let the practice whisper whisper about your practice no there's so much misinformation we don't talk about fake news um fake yeah. news figure out the source figure out the source all right so you picked tainted love is that what no you no mark Al- mark allman sang a song tears run rings As I cry in my beer, the tears run rings. 1988, it looks like that is. Yeah, yeah. That's what, what, 
were you in high school? You were what, early high school in 88? No, I graduated in 88. Okay, so that's, I can, because I picked up a lot of songs from like 86 to 89, uh-huh. which I think is sort of like, that's, you know, you're, the year you graduate high school in and around that is kind of your wheelhouse probably. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, next up, my, one of my favorite Canadians, Michael Bublé. <laughs> We've talked about, <laughs> we have. I'm, drinking a, I'm drinking a bubbly right now. Uh-huh. One nice. time, I don't know if you remember this, we spent 30 minutes <laughs> yes. talking about Michael Bublé's wife on this uh-huh. show. Yes. And that was like my uh, audacity shit the bed. And we had <laughs> oh, to edit right. it down oh, so right. much that it was like, it was unlistenable. But it was like, well, we got to have something. So we just edited out the whole part of it. Uh-huh. And there was a whole bunch of it that didn't make any sense because our audio tracks weren't linked yeah. together. Yes, and so you would just be answering me and I wouldn't be, be talking. Uh-huh. Really hard. Uh-huh. So yeah, we spent a lot a of time. Uh, there's a lot of lost to the ages talk about Michael Buble's wife. Um, yeah, and I think we did a full diagnosis on her. Like we did a oh, full it, treatment plan. Yeah, I was so disappointed that we couldn't use the audio because yeah. it, it it was good. It was good stuff. He's from Burnaby, which is a, a suburb of Vancouver. So he's just north of Seattle or originally. Fuck, so. We don't even get Michael Buble. The United States. We get hosed. No, no. no. We really are. We were. We are fucked musically. Yeah, pretty much. Michael Michael Buble. I'm looking at his smile. Uh huh. Um, just his Wikipedia picture. Okay. Um, it looks really nice. I mean, it looks. It, I, it doesn't even look like he's had a lot of dentistry done. No, to be honest no. with you. Yeah, he's 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 well put together. He, he's yeah. golden voice and uh, good looking guy. Just he's got it all. He's I bet got he's it got all. a small dick. He's got a small dick. He he's got to. it. He's got to. And the song, appropriately enough, God only knows. God only knows what I'd be without you. If you should ever leave me The life would still go on, believe me The world could show nothing to me So what good would living do? God only knows what I'd be without you. God only knows what I'd be without you. God only knows, and his wife probably. (laughs) And his wife. And probably 400 groupies, I would guess. And yeah, maybe those. Uh, next up, we're going back to Australia. The band Midnight Oil. Familiar with Midnight Oil? I'm not, other than I know the term "burning it." Okay, you know, burning, burning yeah. Midnight Oil. They actually had uh, "Beds Are Burning" was probably their biggest hit. But oh, um, I've heard that song. The okay, beds are burning. Yeah, yeah I know that one. Uh, Forgotten years. How many dreams remain? This is a feeling to strive to contain the hardest years, the darkest years, the roaring years, the falling years. They shall not be forgotten years, the hardest years, the wildest years, the desperate and divided years. Yeah, this is the song because these uh, these are going to be the forgotten years. We hope they definitely are. So 
kind of hand in hand. Back to Wolverhampton, the Mighty Lemon Drops. We brought them up before. And uh, the song Out of Hand. Kind of getting out of hand, this whole yep. pandemic and that whole bit. Did you see that Dental Economics posted a, uh, on their website, posted a path case that was submitted by uh, our uh, fan and listener, Craig Harder. Um, he posted a sialolith case that was like a huge obstruction of like Wharton's duct or something like that. Uh-huh. And it had to have an ENT like literally fillet open the duct and take out, it was like, a two centimeter long sialolith. Okay. And it was like that the title of it was when lemon drops don't work. Oh yeah. Um, and so I <laughs> thought that was, um, I thought that was a, a, a good title. Cause I've never really felt, um, that lemon drops probably did all that much for sialolith. It was just like, Oh, here's some shit you can do. And yeah, when yeah. it doesn't work, just let me know. We'll send you over to, um, the oral surgeon or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next up, there's kind of a, a little trivia question. You, are you familiar with the actor, Steve Coogan? I do know Steve Coogan. Okay. Um, I think that he was in don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Oh, I don't know if he was in that one. Let me check. Let's look here. Let's okay. look here. Let's look at his, um, his filmography. He was in uh, Tropic Thunder. He was the, I think the producer that blew up. Yes. I remember that. Um, no, I don't. Maybe he wasn't in that. It, it would have been way back at the early end of his career if he was. Mm. Um, I'm going back to the very end. He's a funny, funny guy. He had uh, Alan Partridge was a, re- a character of a TV show he had in England, and he's just funny as just a bumbling TV personality. Um, but many, many roles in um, you know in Hollywood. Um, yeah, kind of one of the yeah, more. Yeah, definitely actors. wasn't that. <laughs> okay. Definitely wasn't. And don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Uh-huh. That's for sure. Okay. Where do I know him from? Um, what else would you have known? Oh, he was in the TV movie Monkey Trousers in 2004. <laughs> oh, really? Sounds like sounds like a delight. Huh. Um, <laughs> I got a monkey trouser, but anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, he was in Hot Fuzz. Okay. Yeah. So I would know him a little bit from that. He was also in Curb. He was in an episode of Curb. Um, mm-hmm. So I know him from that. Tropic Thunder, which is probably where uh, another place I would know him from. He was in Night at the Museum. Yeah. Um, he was in... Oh, he's in The Other Guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been in a bunch of stuff, it yeah. looks like. One of those things. Um, you would recognize him kind of thing. Well, yes. he had an older brother named Martin, Martin Coogan, who was the lead singer of a band called The Mock Turtles out of Manchester. And uh, so they had a song, Can You Dig It? Stand 
grave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to be doing. Digging some mass graves for all the uh, COVID bodies. Or for our practices. We're like it. Or that too. Yep. It can be both. It can be both. <laughs> Why can't it be both? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, next up is a band called Monaco, which is really when New Order kind of fell apart. Uh, the bassist went off and, and found a, a, a guy that could sing that would sound just like Bernard Sumner from New Order. So Monaco sounds like New Order, but isn't. Nice. <laughs> and so that's uh, so, right down your... Uh, yeah. Why didn't they do that with Oasis? That's what I wanted to know. I know. Ugh. I don't know. I do not know. So the song I chose is What Do You Want From Me? <laughs> been to monaco the country i have several times love it okay so tell me about monaco because it's super small right yeah like two square miles so it's between france and italy yeah 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 and you just get there on train you can drive i drove to it um it looks like it's it's between nice and and italy um and menton and yeah so yeah, right between... So it's its own country, though. It's a principality. So yeah, yeah. Is it, it the it's, smallest country in the world next to the Vatican? It's 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 similar, yeah. Okay. It's going to be something like that. I think the Vatican it, is smaller. And then Princess Grace uh-huh. is from there. She's, no, she she's was, American. She married into the royalty there. Right. But she then became... Then she moved there, right? And like lived there and left Hollywood, right? Yeah. So Grace Kelly marries the Garibaldi and... Uh, has her have a few kids and then dies in a car crash. And the entire country of Monaco is basically Monte Carlo. Is that correct? Yeah, the city Monte Carlo and the country Monaco, kind of the same thing. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I've always been fascinated by Monaco. I've never, obviously never been. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just weird that it's its own little principality right in the, basically the middle of France. Right right the tip of the coast. And it's it's yeah. nothing but a hill. I mean, you're going, it's, it's very, very hilly to drive around and, and, you need to turn around at one-way streets. It's it's confusing and frustrating. Um, and there's a big race that happens there, yeah. Yeah, Monaco, Monaco Grand, Prix Grand Prix every like Memorial Day weekend-ish time of year. So end of May. I bet, I bet we ain't having it this year. I'm kind of guessing it's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, although you could probably have it, just there wouldn't be any spectators because you're not. You'll be social distancing. Yeah, in your car, but I guess the deal is like getting all the people there, uh-huh. all the drivers and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a bad PR move to to have it if everything else yeah. is all locked down. But uh, but yeah, Monaco is a really cool city. In fact, uh, fun story. One time I was driving down, I, I got a, a room in Cannes, and, um, but I'm, I'm cheap. I'm not a big fan of spending a lot of money on a hotel because I want to be out and about and doing things. And so I just found this really cheap room it was right next to a real nice place. I, I don't know if I've told you this before, but... 
I was so hot that I didn't stay in my room. To, I couldn't go back till it was like three in the morning. And when I went in, I really I realized it was probably the wrong place to be. Um, when the only TV channel, only the the TV worked, but the the only channel that it got was porn. <laughs> What are you complaining about? <laughs> well, I was like, wait a minute. And then I'm just kind of turned the lights back on and, and realized, wait, this place is disgusting. Uh, if I had a black light, I'm pretty sure the place would just glow. This and was so- this was while you were in your refractory period, though, right? Like you didn't, I mean, you <laughs> yeah. obviously like turned on the porn and then did your thing. And then after that, that's when you realized, like, oh, this place is gross. Yeah, it's something like you that. came to your senses. When you say came to my senses. Uh, <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I did. So I, I checked out immediately and, and went to, I was right across the street from the Carlton, uh, which is the other half of the name Ritz Carlton. And um, yeah, I, I went and I said, look, how much for a room? I, I, you know, I just need a room till, to wash up and, and try to wake up and, and things. And the, 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 the guy at the counter, he just says, sir, if you have to ha- ask how much a room is, you can't afford it. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, okay. All right. So I just got in my car and I drove to Monaco and watched the sunrise on the Larvado beach. Nice. That sounds like a great story. I would see, that's the thing. Like that's, that's one of the things that makes me feel so trapped is like, yeah, not being able to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, not being able to do something like that. And that, that, uh, yeah. that, that's the tough part, I think. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Um, next up out of Nashville is a group called, uh, Moon Taxi. You ever heard of Moon Taxi? I've taken a Moon Taxi before. Have uh, you? Long ride. It was a long ride. Yeah, and you got to be careful. If you get a smelly one, that's that's <laughs> you're in that you're in that taxi cab for like four days. So yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, you got to be careful with the Moon Taxi. That'll do it. No, I actually, they're from them. Nashville as well. You said right. So uh-huh. shout out to uh, Tom, our friend Tom Hadley, who yeah. um, had back who had uh, back surgery. Yeah. Then a tornado hit his neighborhood, and then COVID hit. So yeah. Really, twenty twenty going going in threes. Uh, really, so so it's all looking up from here, Tom. Um, I think so. You'll survive. Yeah. In fact, in fact, I did see uh, Moon Taxi in concert with Tom at the Ryman. Nice in in Nashville. It was like three years ago. Holly and I actually we flew out on a Wednesday to see Kenny Rogers' last performance before he retired. R.I.P. Yes, R.I.P. Kenny. So that it was news that he was probably going to be retiring because his health was declining so much. And on Holly's like, "Shit, I've always wanted to see him in concert. This is going to be my last chance." Ends up being he was so ill that he really couldn't perform. So he had like twenty seven different songs, but he had other performers come out and and play one song. Like Chris Stapleton came out and sang "The Gambler," and then Lionel Richie came out and sang "Lady," and the Flaming Lips came out and sang something else. I mean, it was we saw twenty seven different acts. It was one of the the most amazing. yeah. Yeah, it was. It was so, and so we got there on a Wednesday. I mean, we literally landed and then got to our hotel room to put our bags in to then go to, uh, to see Kenny. And then we had the rest of the weekend to kill. So we went and saw Moon Taxi with Tom. Did he serve any roasted chicken at the concert? It was chick. It was surprisingly chicken free. That's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all day, all night. that actually has been on some car commercials. So you might recognize the tune. That's got to be the dream, right? Yes. If you're like an indie band like this, you get a car, you get a car commercial mm-hmm. going, that that mailbox money's got to be real nice. Yeah, yeah. We got to figure out a way to get that mailbox money, Lance. Somehow, I don't, I'm just... I want that mailbox money. I can't sing. 
Well, I think we just have to put our talents to use. I don't just have talent. Bitching and bitching and moaning about stuff. <laughs> okay. How can well, that? That how I can, can do. that get on the soundtrack for a car commercial? Then we're good. We just figured uh, that we got That's a good nut to crack, Lance. We got to crack that nut. We're like the Statler and Waldorf of, of the freaking yes <laughs> of of dentistry podcast, exactly yeah. yeah of dental podcast. We are Statler and Waldorf. That is correct yeah, for sure. Um, next up is Morrissey. Sing your life. Okay, so Morrissey is a known, like, total asshole. Yes. Um, like, just will cancel concerts at, at the... Like, if he walks in and he doesn't like the vibe of the of the furniture in the green room, uh-huh. he'll just, like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Uh-huh. Which I I so admire that. I wish I could be like that. Like, I just... Yeah, that's pretty tough. Oh, my God. That would that's be great. Um, how, wh- where are you on Morrissey overall? Is he... Do you like... I, I like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, fun fact: I, I didn't, I don't, still don't understand this. But very, um, he speaks to the Hispanic community. Okay. Don't know why, but the Hispanics really like him and his music. Interesting. I was listening to a podcast. Um, what was it? Uh, Zach um, or Dax? Dax Shepard, and he was in that. He did, did Chips the movie, and his co-star. I uh, just drew a blank on the, his co-star's name, but Hispanic guy playing Punch, and uh, so he was a guest on his podcast, and he was trying to explain. That he, that he didn't have an explanation or maybe he was trying to say why it was. But yeah, the, definitely it was a, a fact that the Hispanic community has just adopted Morrissey as their soundtrack to their culture. Mijo, so, Anthony Gonzalez, speak up. Yeah. Let us know on Funny Shit for Dennis and Dilty members. Explain it. You love you love Morrissey way? Hey, way? You love the yeah. Morrissey? <laughs> All right. So All right, last one for this episode. We're going to break this up into three because we're only okay. on M's and we yeah. are an hour and 10 minutes in. Well, we'll so. it's perfect. So we'll just finish with this. This will be the outgoing song then. Get the finish M's. My Bloody Valentine from Dublin, Ireland. I do like My Bloody Valentine. Nice. They're from Dublin, eh? Dublin. From Dublin. Uh, which My Bloody Valentine song? Only Shallow. That's the that's their big hit, I believe. That is their right? big one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, they um, they are you know one of those bands that I can almost immediately tell when they're on. Yeah, that it's them because they just have a very distinctive sound. Yeah, very distinctive sound. Well, it's so far so good, Lance. We are on to the M's. We got a lot of good feedback about yeah. this episode, and I, and I have to tell you, I posted about it. Your fucking editing of this of, of part one was just absolutely out of this world. Like, thank you. I don't know if you know how like like uh, Emmys work. So for the Emmys, Emmys are weird when somebody gets nominated for an Emmy, like let's Uh say um, Jimmy Kimmel gets nominated for best late night show or whatever. Okay. They submit one show and it's just like one episode of their show. And that's how everything is based on is that one episode. Mm, And so if we, if there was like a best dental podcast sound editing, you know, or production (laughs) award, like I would submit that episode because it was amazingly edited you put an, a fantastic amount of work into it, and it came out perfect. So, thank you. Um, I, I really think a lot of people are enjoying it, and I just wanted to say thank you for putting so much work and effort into it. Oh, um, it's a labor of love, but Absolutely. it is a labor, and and I appreciate the labor that goes into that. You're a rock star at this editing shit. You are amazing. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I definitely had a good time with it, and it, you know, honestly, it's been a fun distraction from what uh, else is going on here. 
So well, I, I, I'm glad I'm, and I'm glad we're going to get three whole weeks of content out of it. Although we've got a couple of uh, little bonuses this week for we our do. listeners. So got some bonus. I'm looking forward to, to some, some bone, some boner episodes. Um, nice. <laughs> um, so enjoy my bloody Valentine. Enjoy all the songs on the list. Um, check it out on Spotify. Lance has this list on Spotify as well. Um, he'll post that in the show notes so that you can find it. Um, and, uh, you know, stay sane out there for Lance Timmerman. I'm Josh Austin. Peace and celebrate the cheese bags. Mm-hmm.